0: Garage Talk Podcast, as always, is sponsored by Atomos Physics. Atomos is your one-stop shop for all things radiation. Safety radiation, that is. It's not like a one-stop shop for nuclear arms or whatever. So, U.S. government, if you're listening, they're probably not going to do you much good. Anyways, Atomos is here to serve your radiation safety needs. They create radiation protection programs, test x-ray machines, and assist with radioactive material licensing. There is no job too small or too large that they cannot handle. And that is a, that is a garage talk stamped, verified of approval. Nothing too big or too small. Nowhere too far either. Atomos will come to you and serve your needs in every possible way that you could possibly imagine. Check out AtomosPhysics.com to learn more information or follow them on any social media platform at Physics. The Garage Talk Podcast is also sponsored by The Groom Room. Get your dog cleaned up, looking fresh, have a spiffy haircut. It's the best thing that you could possibly do for your dog so they can live a comfortable and happy and joyous life. Call them to set up a grooming appointment today at 402-486-4486. And sign up on patreon.com slash garage talk. Thank you. Goodbye. I love you.
1: Kind of. I can kind of do that.
0: So it's funny now. You were giving me crap all last summer about going on vacations and buying tickets and being rich and stuff. And then now all of a sudden you get a new job and it's like. Yeah, I have money now. I'm going to buy a car and <laughs> I'm going to buy a new computer and I'm a new man. Let me let me I adjust bought, your I bought right. a new
1: magic deck. Don't forget that. I bought a new Oh, one. you did? Yeah. I you built, didn't tell me about that. Yeah, I built one. So, oh, a pretty pretty good deck. Uh I was I'm hoping it's my most competitive deck. Uh It needs a little tweaking, I think, but it's it's done good so far.
0: When are you going to test it out in like competition? Oh, I've gotten to
1: play it. I mean, competition I don't do those cuz it's not the format that we play. Commander isn't really a competition. I mean, there is a competitive side to it, and this is It's everything everything
0: to us is always competitive. Don't right,
1: it? yeah, but the, like I of course when I play commander I want to win. When I do anything I want to win, but something about the the format of commander is just like I just want to do the craziest thing on my turn as possible. And you like to make a splash? Yeah, exactly. And then if I lose, at least I got to do my like my cool thing. And if I win, even better. That's just icing on the cake. Nice. So,
0: yeah, I, we had. So speaking of competitiveness, I would we were talking at work the other day about the whole NIL thing and 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 just kind of just the, the pros and cons of it and kind of what it means for college football. And this this old guy, he was, he's got to be 50s, maybe 60s. He somehow just wedged himself right in the middle of our conversation. And it just started doing complete old guy speak. Like NAL's just kind of like it's like, well, you know what's going to happen to the offensive lineman when the quarterbacks making all the money? Because that offensive lineman is just going to step aside because that guy's getting all the money. It's like, have you ever competed in your life? Like, yeah. have you ever played a sport? Anybody have you been on ever, a real team, before? anybody who's ever played a sport before would never, ever, just for the sake of competitiveness, let somebody just waltz by them and beat them. Right. It's yeah. not even. That's like not even realistic. It's like so when I I, I played an indoor team. Uh, a while back and we it was there was they had like it was when we, we first made the team and stuff they had like a, a meeting and we were going over stuff and coaches like hey you know we're a team now you know and, and everybody he's here is here for a reason and stuff and like uh, we we're going to leave personal stuff at the door so they start talking about like you know but, but, because there's people maybe you had, had a thing with the same woman or something like that <laughs> like we're going to leave all that at the door and I, I naturally tune it out or whatever right yeah looking back in hindsight they were talking to me because there was another guy on the team who we both kind of had a thing with the same girl <laughs> and it was hundred percent directed to me, but it never even cr- like crossed my mind. It never right. even, it never even occurred to me that like, Oh, I would like interfere with the game and the team. Right. For I'm not passing personal. to that guy. Yeah. That, like, know, that's it, or... It's so absurd. And as I, it's just funny to look back on because the lack of self-awareness for myself to not even understand that like, with, they should have just said, hey, Tyler, <laughs> I didn't know. But because that's anybody who's competed knows that it doesn't matter what – if somebody else is making more money or less money, it doesn't matter what they're doing. Like when you are on the field or on the right. court, you are a team, and that is a sacred bond.
1: Yeah. I, I think I've told this story before, but I had a uh, – not similar, I guess, in that sense that I was – Trying to bang the same girl as somebody else on the team, but we had a we had a play. Yeah, in high- guys, this, this happens a lot more often in men's sports than you <laughs> would imagine. It's I've luckily never been in that that sort of love triangle, but we had a, a kid in high school. I like that. It was a love triangle. Now <laughs> think about it. we had a kid in high school uh, in soccer, and the team that I played on, we were very bad. Uh, a school that is not known for its soccer or men's mm-hmm. sports it, or were- or education. Education, that matter, really. For that matter. Uh, but they, we did have a run, I guess, in basketball during like the late 90s. And then, <laughs> okay. So there was that. But anyways, um, this kid, though, was a very good soccer player. Just a very talented individual. And instead of going out of his way to maybe like help some of these kids that haven't played competitive soccer at all up until this point, he would always just berate people. Like you know, throw his hands up if it was a bad pass, and just like give up on the play, and yelling at refs for bad calls and stuff like that. Just the, the class. awful teammate. Yeah, and we had There's another. A, and
0: you get a lot. Of, it's weird in, in American soccer, you get a lot of this like this. I don't want to call it rich. This like rich pretension. Like a bunch yeah. of rich
1: white kids have when they play soccer. Like you do. Oh, he wasn't don't rich. Want to He wasn't a rich white kid. He well, was he was a, a not so well off Hispanic. Gotcha. But,
0: well, in my experience of
1: competing with a lot of rich white kids. In the Northwest, right? In the Northwest. They do a
0: lot. A lot of people have that attitude. Just throw your hands up, get mad at everybody else. Right. Why don't you calm down? Let's
1: work together. Let's figure this out together. Yeah. But even though that kid was just the worst, like I I didn't talk to him outside of having to play soccer with him. Mm -hmm. I did not interact with him at all outside of soccer. But even though I hated him with a passion and would throw hands at him like, At the drop of a glove if we're on the soccer field or at practice or any of that it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what i feel towards him i'm still there's a bond yeah i'm still going to i'm still going to try and feed him the ball i'm still going to like try and make saves the best i can because i don't want to lose it doesn't matter and i know he's a good player so like i'm going to get him the ball and hope he can do something at the individual level to do something but i'm i'm not going to just be like (laughs) nah, fuck that guy. I'm gonna throw it to the kid who's that hasn't played competitive. Like this is his first year on varsity or something like that. That's not. That's not what you do when you're a competitive person or when you're playing a competitive sport. That's just not what you do. So,
0: needless to say, if you're an old person who is making that sort of argument for yeah. nil, that just players are gonna sabotage their own team because they make less money. Just yeah, just stop. Get it out of your head. And, just stop
1: and also just embrace death's <laughs> Doorstep, please. Just that's early. Allow- t- I, I said fifties, man. That's- you said old. That is. I mean, that's kind of old. Exactly. exactly. Ugh, we're almost fifty. No, we're not. Almost we're closer 50. to
0: fifty than we are
1: <laughs> ten. Okay, but I, I don't want to be ten. I'll tell you that's that. True. I don't want to be fifty either. But
0: is there? Like, we need to find like the fountain of youth or find Neverland where we can just kind of <laughs> like there needs to be like a Neverland for young adults, <laughs> like it's we we've, we've already grown up but we just kind of stay here forever we just kind of float at this like mid-20s to 30s plane for the rest of our lives and it's it'll be a, good
1: it's like that song uh with the lyrics like uh i'm just a late bloomer i didn't peak in high school i'm still out here getting cuter that's me
0: what is that from
1: i don't remember i don't want to know actually now that <laughs> yeah. now that we think about that that's awful you don't like that that's pretty good
0: <laughs> it's just it's kind of stupid I mean I it sounds know. like somebody compensating for their lack of success in high school and it's still bothering them.
1: I mean there's there's a lot of people that, you know, kind of blow up after high school. Were you a late bloomer, Vince? No, I was hot in high school too. <laughs> I just was just weird. Said. I was just weird though. Right.
0: So. So you so you socially you were a late bloomer. Right, yeah. Eh. And You, you can't but, get it all. You can't be you can't be good looking and have good social skills. You can't bloom <laughs> for, at the per, like early in perfect time. Yeah, but now I am. Like, but now or, you've hit the. I've you've hit, hit the. I've
1: peaked now, <laughs>
0: so that's why you don't ever want to get older. You just that's not sleep. true. I yep. definitely
1: peaked in college, just because like that's when I had like a hot girlfriend. I, you know,
0: no disrespect to any other girlfriends you've had. Eh, maybe a little.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, man. Maybe just a little disrespect. <laughs> maybe some intentional yeah. disrespect <laughs> towards. You. Get a mustache going for you. I, I know i got one i think it, it had might one be a, up me. mine's a little bit better i'd say Oh, it definitely is. it'll it'll come off here soon though don't worry <laughs> it's just i shaved it as a joke and then it kind of just stuck
1: and i've been too lazy to go shave it so <laughs> i gotta i gotta trim up the neck beard and stuff no, I like you gotta keep it keep it well i, w- I want to get the neck beard gone though why because i'm not trying to look like an act like total worthless nerd you know like the gross smelly kind <laughs>
0: is that what you're calling me when i grow up my neck beard
1: but yours is like I'm talking about like because mine goes like all the way down to here. Yeah, yours so. goes down. Mine yeah. like is more up. Yeah.
0: That's what I'm talking okay. about. This is, we're not going to get in this podcast about discussing our facial <laughs> hairs. Um would you like an NA beer? No. <laughs> Why would you say that? Something to offer because Tim's not here, so we don't have anything. Does it say like Coors? Beer. It's Coors Edge. Mm-hmm. It's probably the best non alcoholic beer. Try Co- it. Coors, I am disappointed in you. It tastes it tastes just like banquet.
1: Except for very low calories, very low carbs. This is a very low alcohol. This is very not uh, in tune with the times. Like we are just completely blinding ourselves to the outside world by doing this. What do you mean? I don't know, the whole pandemic, maybe? Me putting my mouth on where your mouth has been?
0: Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Wow. (laughs) That's all right. You're vaccinated or with placebo, anyway. That's close enough. I know. Kind of I, I, really and it sucks. I was, I was normally going to make the joke: like, oh, the alcohol kills the germs. <laughs> the alcohol in the does, this. can't even do that. Don't worry though. This is this is my last day of fasting the alcohol. So by the time everybody listens to this, who's not listening live, you'll be. I will hammered. be. I will be. I will have escaped the clutches <laughs> of the tyrannical sobriety, and I will be on a, a different plane of Euphor- existence. Euphoric plane. <laughs> Of happiness. I'll be on like a two day bender by the time you guys listen to this on the podcast level. It's just, I'll be in in, in just peaceful bliss of happiness. <laughs> and, and peaceful alcohol. bliss, he means you'll be passed
1: out. I'll like, be naked, naked somewhere halfway around the state. <laughs> just soaking in your own vomit <laughs> and piss <laughs> and it will be and it will be blissful and it'll just be, be it'll be beautiful it'll be, <laughs> that that is a, it's a now real. i am pure that's what you'll say <laughs> my when body you, is when you wake up my body has been cleansed <laughs> It, th- when you wake up with this like, most awful hangover. There,
0: ever. there is a real. That's a real thing though. Like, like people who are like severe addicts. Like that's how they die. Is they they get clean and sober, and then when they relapse, they go so hard that they legitimately OD. It's happened to alcohol too. You remember who's the guy from the actor from Gladiator? Not Russell Crowe. He's the um, the slave owner who's like, "Your bitch of a mother brought you screaming into this world, oh. and I'm gonna see you out or whatever." You know I'm not good with actors, but I know like, I know you. Yeah. You know who I'm okay. talking about, yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. So that guy, he actually died after from that movie because oh. he had been like clean and sober for X amount of years, relapsed and did like 25 shots. Oh, and then he died of alcohol poisoning. Like I'm assuming. I don't know. I don't know all the details, but oh. I just know sometimes. Well,
1: didn't uh... people go back when they get back oh. on the wagon? They get back when it's moving a little bit too fast. Does that because Eddie Van Halen didn't he die from alcohol consumption or like? He, like, choked uh, on his I own. Don't,
0: I don't know about Van. I know John Bonham did. Yeah, okay. Drummer Maybe for, that's one thing. Yeah, for Zeppelin.
1: Yeah, he... But he didn't... He wasn't, like, got clean and then relapsed. No, right? he just, he was just got he just so drunk going. that he vomited
0: okay. and then drowned on his phone. Awful way to die. At least... He, I mean, I doubt he At least passed out, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he didn't know about <laughs> it, so... That's a plus. I I think I'd rather... I I think I'd rather know if I'm dying.
1: So... And you're very, like, superstitious about your mortality too. So yeah. talking about but, but, uh, but you've been clean now for a while. So are you now now are you a little No, in I'm your still own terrified head? of Are you in your own head that you're going to relapse and actually kill yourself No, alcohol, no. Cause, poisoning?
0: Cuz I'm not I'm not like a like a real addict. <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> I just have a, a few a few addictive tendencies. That's all. There's that's, a difference. That's what an addict says, Tyler. <laughs> I I, I got <laughs> I got under control, <laughs> this, okay? I got under control. <laughs> Uh, Tim uh, hopped on the chat and said, "Vince, concerned about sharing a beer, but you guys tongue kiss every every podcast after every podcast. Real okay. mature, Tim. Why don't Ye- Why don't you
1: grow up and get here like a, a an adult? And why would you like just share that with the world? Okay, that was like That's something personal. special between me and Tyler and you. Hold because on, because we hold let on. you watch. Hold
0: on. So does Tim not kiss his wife then during the pandemic?
1: Yeah. It's the same thing. Yeah, come on, Tim.
0: Checkmate. <laughs> Atheist. But anyway." I think I'd re- I think I'd rather know. When I die, I think I'd like to, You'd know, like to know? know. Yeah, because I think. But what if you what,
1: what if you find out it's like a violent, painful death? Will you go out of your way to like kill yourself then? What do you mean? Like you find out that it's like you're in a like before uh, it happens. So you you want to know how you die, right?
0: I don't want to know how I. Die. I just want to know when I'm dying. Oh, I just want to know that die? I'm dying. Oh, because I have I have I have. I'm very scared of not knowing. Like, that's my biggest fear is not knowing. (laughs) And, like, if I just die in my sleep, how will I ever know?
1: Well, because you'll be in heaven or hell.
0: Yeah, but if if there is an afterlife, it's my soul that it goes on. My human brain is not going to be the same as in heaven. Like, I could have no recollection. Like, I
1: I won't know anything. I feel like you'll have all the recollection. I feel like you'll, if there is an afterlife, uh, humans have, like, kind of said that, like, the afterlife seems to be a, a transcendent kind of dimension where you gain all understanding. Like you finally figure out what life means. And I think you would be like, Oh, I died. And I, okay. I, like I that. either, I like I either that. didn't live up to my potential or I did live up to my potential. Or, okay.
0: Know? Okay. So I think like, I, I, think I can accept that. Okay. I don't know. I still, I, I still kind of would like to know though, like in the moment, like
1: this is it. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> just be like
0: blindsided while I'm driving and then wake up in the afterlife and be like. ah, I couldn't I mean maybe, because if I know like maybe I can like say a prayer or send out a text or something I don't know fair enough I don't know if that's logical or makes sense but
1: have you have you watched uh the Netflix show Ozark a little bit have you like seen the first episode I've seen and, the f- I've seen the first episode and I've seen the okay. last episode cuz that was kind of a spoiler alert if you haven't watched the first season of Ozarks which came out like yeah, 4 or so 5 years ago. ago great show by the way Jason Bateman is Phenomenal. Anyway, it's his version of um,
0: Breaking Bad, pretty much.
1: Kind of, yeah, yeah. Um, but that whole scene where like the, uh, the cartel old, guy was gonna like he or had already killed like all those people, and then was getting to Jason Bateman's character, and Jason was like, "Please, just let me t- uh, let me text my family, all yep. this stuff." But then he's like, just grabs his phone and kind of tosses it aside. Would that? How would that feel on you? Like, because you'd still know. But then you're like, yeah, I'd still stripped. rather know. Okay at, know. Stripped of, oh, okay, at least I know. At least yeah. I know. and I had a
0: chance. You know, <laughs> I just don't want to be blindsided by death. That's all. I'm, I don't want the Grim Reaper to take me out in my sleep. Interesting. I mean, that would be peaceful, but at the same time, it's just like, well, at
1: least give me a heads up, you know. Especially if there is no afterlife. Yeah, because like, then it's you're like just, then there's you just, nothing. It's just blackness. But that's still so. That's another interesting thing. When we like say that when you die, it's just like there's nothing. That assumes that you still like you do have like s- some sort of supernatural something that like, you still like exists. a spirit. Yeah, there's still something there that can experience nothing. So like get with it, atheist. Yeah, like pick if, one.
0: Yeah, because if you if you don't believe in anything, then you can't experience nothingness. Yeah, that and that would mean
1: like that ceasing, you aren't actually experiencing life either. Yeah,
0: ceasing like, to exist is like. We're getting too deep, man. We now yeah, this got into a deep podcast. Man. We did not we did not take enough <laughs> drugs to get into this conversation. <laughs> it's crazy though. So I'm reading a a it's like a fiction story. it's it's not quite a short story. It's still like sixty pages long, but it's not like a full book. But it's it discusses AI and simulation theory mm-hmm. and it's just like proving my point even more. It's a, like with all it's this fictional. logic. Yeah, but he fiction. makes some, the the fiction <laughs> makes some pretty good makes some pretty good arguments <laughs> about like a super AI computer like creating this because if we are if we exist if our our thought patterns from life exist in this simulation then aren't we just as real in the simulation as we are in real life? It's too early to be talking about any of this. I <laughs> Either way, Grim Reaper, if you're if you're listening or watching Just give me a heads up when it's gone, okay? He's always listening and watching.
2: (laughs) Ah!
0: The USA is in their middle of their World Cup window with a secure, secure win against El Salvador 1-0 in Columbus. Goal by Anthony Robinson. Weston McKinney is still the best soccer player to ever grace the American uniform. (laughs) Pulisic had a terrible game. Um, You hate to see that. It's starting to become a pattern. Also, did you see Matt Turner signed with Arsenal, or is in the process of signing with Arsenal? Who's that, Matt Turner, our keeper? Oh, the guy who God. had the PK yes. save against yes. Mexico. Yeah,
1: let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I feel bad that he has to be on Arsenal because they're kind of shit well, right I'm now. Just, but. I'm
0: just concerned that he's like not going to play. That's the big, because that's what happened to Zach Steffen. He went to Man City, which is huge. He got leased out or something too. But he got, even he Even Steffen got loaned out for a few minutes. Yeah. But then now he's just sitting on the bench. We don't need our two best keepers both right in the bench, I don't think. So hopefully he Hopefully he starts. Hopefully, because I guess Arsenal just signed to the, the biggest up and coming English, English keeper as well. So hopefully, have, hopefully Turner just goes in there, competes, balls out, and becomes the starter for a Premier League club. That'd be great.
1: Yeah, I would, I would, I mean, that would be really cool to see him starting for, you know, my favorite Premier League team, too. Also,
0: I'm probably going to watch. This is this is the we're already seeing the effects of the World Cup being played in Qatar, Mm -hmm. because normally World Cup qualifying is over with by now. We already know who's in and everything like that. But since it's pushed back now, we got qualifying right in the middle of playoff season NFL playoffs. So now, I mean, kickoff between USA and Canada on Sunday is legitimately the exact same time as the AFC Championship game. Fortunately for me...
1: <laughs> you don't care.
0: I still... <laughs> football and I still aren't on the best of terms right now, so I will probably be watching the United States play soccer. I mean, I I know we talked about my... I mean, last week, my, my pain and agony was all fresh. It was right after the game. Um, it is... It is. It's lingered a lot longer than I thought it would. I, I didn't didn't watch the NFC Championship game. Um, didn't find out about any event until Tim texted us, <laughs> uh, and then the ne- the very next day when the Chiefs were playing the Bills, I was getting my phone was getting blown up. I was like, this is the greatest game of all time, yada yada. My dad texted me like, are you? He's like, this is this game is like honestly the best game of football I've ever seen, and I was like, oh, I, I wouldn't know. I'm not watching. He's like, And then I, I kept getting all these texts about how great of a game. I was like, fine, I'll tune in. I turned it on. I was like kind of relapsed into football as we spoke about. And it was overtime. Patrick Mahomes marched down the field, scored a touchdown like the Bills had never fielded a
1: professional defense before in their life.
0: And I'm like, oh, now, now I remember why I hate football. Yeah. And turn well, it and off.
1: I'll, and I mean, the NFL uh, overtime rules are so stupid. It's the worst. I don't think so. Really? Yeah, I didn't think we would fight about this, but... The first person to just score just wins the game. Let
0: me find. It. I need I need to put my football hat on.
1: Okay, go per- put your football hat on. Pretend it's
0: my football hat. Okay. So,
1: uh, it's first team to score
0: a touchdown. If you score a field goal, the other right. team still has a chance. Um, yeah, a football is a team sport. Play defense. If you don't want to lose on the opening drive, make a stop.
1: Why is that so complicated? Why is that such an issue? Because, again, the... We have such a high scoring uh like game now. Like offenses are just like Aaron inc-
0: Rodgers scored ten points in the divisional round. He's the greatest awesome. quarterback in the league.
1: Great. But I'm just saying is that on average, like the teams are scoring more points than ever in the history of the game. And we still won't like both teams deserve a chance to touch the ball, to get their hand on the ball and drive down the field. It shouldn't be left up to a coin toss to whoever gets to actually
0: you know, you score. Sh- you you that.
1: You deserve to touch the ball if you play defense. You deserve to touch the ball if you make it to overtime. Both teams couldn't play defense or pl- couldn't play offense. So why do why is it all of a sudden now it's to a coin toss? Well, I mean, what do you mean? Now it's always been to a coin toss. I don't I don't That's not that. true. Like again, that's the problem. I'm not saying it's never been good. It's never been good. So what what would you suggest then? Again, if, if okay, team. So each team just gets at least one possession. Yeah, it's like PK, like PK. Okay, okay, You go the, down the field, you score, touchdown. Next team gets to get the ball. And what if and they it, fail? A kickoff. What if, and if they, they fail? And score. Then it's over. Because the other team plays. Okay, defense. so but what
0: happens? What happens if the first team drives down and scores, the second team drives down and scores, and then the first team drives down and scores again?
1: Then, then it would be over. I would say that would okay, but then that's not
0: fair. Why does that other team get two possessions and the other one only gets one?
1: Just like you said, play defense, right? Like,
0: okay, but then that should apply for the first time,
1: too. Then I'm just saying, the like, there, like, obviously, there's going to be some luck involved, right? There's not going to be, I mean, we could, you could just keep playing until it. I think that's not good for players, though. So, like, we got to find a compromise, is what I'm saying cuz right now I don't think that's good. I
0: do think anybody who says that we should do the college playoffs, I think no, they, no, no, sh- they no. should be slapped in the face. Yeah, I
1: don't I, I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. I do like the college one. I, I don't know. Like having just putting the ball in the 25. Co-
0: college is fun for college. For the yeah. NFL I don't think they should ever implement no. anything close.
1: Yeah, still still like it's scored, kickoff and then, you know, go again, but I I just think that both teams should be able to get their hand on the ball at least once. It shouldn't just be over after one score. That's I think that no, one just, touchdown because it's not over after one field goal. Fair enough, but it's just it shouldn't be over after the one touchdown. Both teams should get an would, opportunity to play. Like, would to you play say this offense. if Josh Allen
0: was the one who won and the Chiefs lost? Yeah,
1: I would still say it. I. It, it's I think it would just be better for the sport if if both teams were allowed to. Do, do you know what the? the game. Do you know what's
0: so funny about this is that. The Chiefs lost a couple of playoff a couple of years ago in the playoffs the same way, and they implemented a rule change to the league, and the Bills voted no for it.
1: Of course, or even everything comes around. Or here, here's another option. I guess we're doing a, a quick uh, sports improvement here. Uh, Overtime improvement. Yeah, there you go.
0: G T O T improvement.
1: <laughs> uh, even like maybe G-TOT after improv. after the first. Uh, so you know, first team scores a touchdown the other team gets an opportunity to try and score a touchdown. They score a touchdown. After that, you have to go for two points. Something like that. I think I like it as is.
0: And if you want if you want to take out the entire defense part of the first possession, I guess starting the team at a 50-yard line would just be like college, but yeah, don't do closer. that. I still
1: think a kickoff is still cool because I mean, the, uh, s- special teams, like we've said that how many times? Like special teams like can win games like special teams wins games like however your are whoever special teams performs better on average you're going to win the game
0: okay i think i think they should leave playoffs as is in the regular season i think in the playoffs though maybe let each team have one possession and there it's from yeah yeah what okay. you're and saying can, and then it's willy-nilly i'd be
1: happy with that too even because yeah the the Regular season. Because if you get if kinda... you get to
0: on two possessions in a row, then that then like you said, that's on you. It's not just yeah. one you know mishap right. on the first drive. Yeah, I like I, I like it as is. But if we were gonna do it, then yeah, just give the other team a chance. I guess at least yeah have it like a field goal. If it, if they score a touchdown, still they still get a chance. Mm-hmm. I guess you've you've slightly convinced me there. Yeah,
1: I don't know. It's just especially when you have like such great talent in the playoffs, right? Like we see some of the the best players. In the NFL, but they facing say, off, they against say each
0: defenses other. win
1: championships. So oh, for maybe sure. make a stop in playoff, in, I, in and play in overtime. I get that, I get that, but to like completely remove one team's offense from even getting to get onto the field in overtime, potentially, just because like you know it was just a one player made a mistake, like it happens, you know. But I think that the other team should get a chance to recoup because it is a team game. When when one player fails. The other, like when one uh, facet of the game has failed you, the other facet tries to compensate. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know.
0: I I will say though that I do have zero sympathy for the Bills though because at the end of that game, Mahomes with 13 seconds left, he should not have been able to get into position anyway. Yeah. So their defense failed on multiple standpoints. Yeah. Uh, But that's typical, Sean McDermott. I think (laughs) he's just the most unclutch, poor poor Bills, unclutch bald guy I've ever seen in my life.
1: Yeah these poor guys they the bills fans just they deserve some sort of respite i think from the constant just
0: well they 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 did they did lose their offense coordinator so it just yeah. it's just raining down on bills yeah. fans now cuz once you've lost your offense coordinator i might take a make a bold prediction here bills are going to be about a sub 500 not sub they'll be about a 500 team next year i think i think Sean McDermott's, he has fraudulent tendencies, mm-hmm. and I think we're going to see that without Brian Dable leading the offense. Maybe, maybe Josh Allen's good enough to compensate for all that. I don't know, though. That's, that's the thing about Joe Burrow, though. Joe Burrow, I think he's the kind of quarterback that elevates his whole team. It's that Bengals team should not be in the championship right now. He got sacked nine times, dude. He didn't do anything in that game. He did <laughs> Right. But, but because he couldn't. He did make the plays when like in and when they had fifteen seconds left, he made that
1: twenty yard out route. Yeah, I mean it's just it sucks for him, man. Like that would just be awful to be just the talent that you are and then have a
0: granted, granted, paper
1: mache offensive line. Granted,
0: the Titans defensive front is it's solid. Is very good. But We're you, very good. It's also, but still, nine times that's like historically bad. That's so bad, and, and they to still win, won. and to win, just that, that just that's shows you more how bad, bad for, how yeah. bad Todd Downing and Ryan Tannehill are. <laughs> let's not. I'm. I'm starting to get depressed. Let's, yeah, we better not talk. Let's, about let's that Let's move again. the conversation away from that. I don't. Don't think there's anything else I can say about that. So, um, I'll probably watch the championship games this weekend. I. I think I'm still hesitant. I don't. I don't have that love and that like excitement to watch it like I normally do. I'm pretty excited for the Rams game. I will give I'll give Tim that.
1: Rams, Niners.
0: I mean that's a Unfortunately for Tim though, the Rams literally with Sean McVay cannot beat the 49ers.
1: You think so? They're like 0 4, 0 and 5 the last four or five and games. It's a different game. It's an entirely different game. I don't know, man. I that's that's superstition talking again. <laughs> it, it, <laughs> each game is different. Like I, we always talk about these, you know, I hope I hope the Rams statutes. I hope the Rams win.
0: I'm, I I'm kind of pulling for
1: the Rams. Yeah, I'd love. For oh the wait,
0: event. we got breaking news! Breaking news from Tim oh, on the YouTube chat. Tim, Tom Brady has officially retired. He did. Holy cow! I, I'm this gonna, is huge. I do. I am going to fact check this because I'm not just going to take Tim's word at it. <laughs> <laughs> no offense, Tim, but we will. We'll get to the bottom of this real quick. There it is. Per Adam Schefter and slash dash per Tim Vogler. Yeah. Tim. Vogler. Tom Brady <laughs> is retiring from football after all oh, Schefter. He added in 22 extraordinary seasons. Of course. Can we, can we be a little unbiased, please? You're a, you're a reporting journalist. We don't yeah. need your, we don't need your fucking opinion. Adam Schefter. <laughs> Just tell me that he's retiring after 22 seasons. I will decide if those 22 seasons are extraordinary. Not you. Yeah. Um. Wow. Should we talk about Tom legacies real quick?
1: Uh, I mean, he definitely. Yeah, let's do, let's talk about it because I mean, he has left a huge mark on the game. I mean, he will be talked about in NFL history forever. I think now that he's retired. I my, I flipped one eighty. I think Tom Brady's
0: amazing. I love him because and- <laughs> <laughs> now he can't win more Super Bowl. He can't, Bowls, he, can't hurt, he can't hurt me anymore. Yeah, he can't hurt me. <laughs> Finally, Tom-
1: we can let all the hate go. <laughs> Tom Brady's career is. What a weight to have lifted off yeah. my shoulders. I can finally like be like, yeah, Tom Brady, he was a great quarterback. Well, I've said it the whole time. Yeah, I've said that. That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. And, and that's so hard. It, it We've talked about this, too. It gets back in the debate of what does the greatest of all time
1: mean. I think he's the luckiest of all time. <laughs>
0: I think that's for sure. He's had some
1: of the best teams surrounding him his entire career. And the best coach. Best coaches. Coach. <laughs> coach, yeah.
0: I'm not going to yeah. give Matt Patricia or not Bill yet.
1: O'Brien or... Josh McDaniels. I'm not going to give them any credit. Oh, Well, I was saying like Tampa Bay's. Is- oh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Bruce Arian's great. Bruce Arian's Byron, great. Oh, before we get about Byron Leftwich got hired on as Jacksonville. That's right. Coach, yeah, where he that. played as a player. But also, I have a lot of, I'm a big Byron Leftwich fan now. He was going to a divisional opponent. He walked into that building, interviewed, and they're like, we want you. And he says, you get that dipshit Trent Balky or whatever his name is, that GM, you get his ass out this of this is building. quote. By the way, in his quotations, quote. <laughs> yeah. he said, "Get his ass out of this building if you want me." And they did, did it. it. They, they finally fired
1: did. him. Holy cow!
0: And and they brought in the guy that he wanted. Yeah. That's a that's a that's a big D move. <laughs> that, that's yeah. what we call in the business a big D move, <laughs> to, to walk in there and say, "I will, I will. You can hire me as long as you're gone." Yeah.
1: <laughs> and then the guy above so wait, him they, going,
0: "Okay, yes, sir."
1: It's, yeah. Do you think that? Because I feel like, you know, during the interview process or something, like, they have both, like, the team owners there. Like, they have all the suits there. Uh, right? Yeah, because obviously he's going to go with the
0: GM, and then he's right. going to talk with the owner as well. They're probably going to have a group interview. I know the NFL coaching so um, do you think, process
1: is very rigorous. So do you think, though, that, like, they're all in the room together, right? Like, paint, I'm painting a picture for you. So they're all in the room. They're talking with, like, the GM says, like, You know, hey, I'm glad you can make it to the interview and stuff. Let's like, let's get going. He's like, awesome. First thing I want to talk about though is that if you guys want me, he's got to go. And all the like, are looking together. It gets super awkward. I got, I brought you here, (laughs) and they're all looking.
0: You can leave. Yeah, yeah, you got to go. I think you heard the man. He said, yeah, you can can walk. My my (laughs) other, it's either that happened or he did the interview with the GM and he's sitting here. The GM's asking questions and he's like, what the, what kind of question is that? Like you were an idiot. And then they get in the room together so there's the owner, the GM, and, and the coach, and they're talking about stuff. And then the GM leaves, and he's with the owner, and he's like, alright, before we go any further, because I'm, I'm on the verge of walking out right now, you make sure that asshole does not walk back through that door ever again, and we could talk about hiring me. But until he's gone... He asked me what my favorite color was. <laughs> yeah. Get him out! And you want that man in control of the roster? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So he, That's big, the only
1: explanation I can come up with why Jacksonville's been so bad. Is that like the GM is like asking silly questions like that? Yeah, the favorite. But color? It's, it's
0: only like this was he got hired along with Urban Meyer, so.
1: What, what's
0: your fa- what's your favorite kind of sexual assault? <laughs> <laughs> that, that's his interview process. All right, so let, let me paint a scenario for you. Uh, let's pretend your offensive coordinator is beating the shit out of his wife and <laughs> you get text messages about it. Do you A, destroy your phone, B, do something about it, or three, Ignore it until it all blows up in your face.
1: <laughs> it's like uh, do do something about I, it. Like, like, very interesting. Yeah. Very interesting.
0: Well, I don't want to. don't want to say the interview's over, but I, <laughs> I guess I got to finish interviewing for <laughs> happenstance. <laughs> <laughs> but that's great, Nathaniel Hackett. Yes, the the Packers' offense coordinator. Welcome to the Also, ex ex offense coordinator for the Jaguars, which True. he. I just want this guy. Had an offense with Blake Bortles, and went to the AFC Championship game and almost beat the Patriots if it weren't for Doug Marrone's hey. buffoonery.
1: Hey, um, I got, so, I got a little bit of hope. They can't going. see doing that arm. Oh, sorry, doing that arm. There you go. Hey, you know, and the thing is too, I've been like uh, a lot of videos have been coming out with him, like you know, at practice talking with his players and stuff. I love this guy. He's a he seems like a real players coach which is like right up, you know, my alley. I love I love coaches that aren't going to pull a fucking <laughs> Vic Vangio and <would> be, like, <laughs> be like, "Yeah, it was our quarterback's fault." Uh he's a piece of shit and piece, you know, sort of thing. He seems like the he seems like a coach that, you know, will take take uh accountability um and I think will actually like help kind of raise morale of of, of a very kind of defeated broncos team right now and so i'm excited you know i'm gonna i'm the gonna f- keep it f- reasonable re- because it's still the broncos <laughs> it's still you know what you often you're, what do you mean you're getting aaron Rodgers? <laughs> the fact
0: that this, somebody posted an interview or a press conference from earlier in the year with aaron Rodgers, where he's like yeah nathaniel hackett's like my favorite person in this organization oh, <laughs> he's staff. like i love that guy like he's 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 hilarious he's hard working like he helps out this team so much he's my favorite person on staff <laughs> Stop! A Rod's uh, coming to I'm town. Gonna, I'm gonna double dose. Uh, what yeah. if you What if you get Devonte too? It's a package deal.
1: I mean, yeah, that'd be crazy. Who'd you get rid of? <laughs> huh?
0: Who would you get rid of to bring in Devonte? Because you got Cortland. Judy's a totally different kind of receiver. Yeah. Who's the other guy? Who's kind of good?
1: Oh, uh, Tim pa- Patrick. Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. Which My, he's he he stepped up when Cortland got hurt. Though he did. And but if it's still- between
0: him and Devonte. Yeah, it's true. I, we're getting ahead of our, <laughs> way ahead of ourselves. Yeah, the Broncos. What looks like, what appears to be, they actually have a good coach. It was like, a good hire, not, I think, and I'm, not because he's a good coordinator. Yeah, because of, from what we can tell from the outside, at least, that he's a he's a leader. Yep,
1: he's a players guy. Like now, like they at least got that part right. Yeah, which is half the battle. Right. Yeah. No, I'm 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 really excited about it. I'm still gonna keep my expectations. Very reasonable. Like I said, our offense still is in a a kind of a really weird place with our quarterback situation. But not if you have Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) That's again, that's assuming a lot. Drew Locke would be a great backup to Aaron Rodgers. I I think he could learn a lot too. But also, you know, Aaron Rodgers doesn't seem like the kind of quarterback that
0: No, the guys who are the best are the best for the reason because they're not concerned about the guy underneath them. They're doing
1: what they can to be the best player that they can be. I don't think that's true with like guys like Drew Brees though. Like I think he was a really good like, I like so. player. Drew like,
0: Brees, Peyton Manning, teammate. Tom Brady, they were I'm sure I mean they, they elevated, I think they they taught through example. They led their the backups on how to be better uh workers, better players in general, but I don't think they cuz you can't really instill knowledge into a guy on how to be a good quarterback. I mean, you could you can maybe help with reading defense and stuff, but yeah.
1: I don't know. It's a big part of it, but also like with Peyton Manning, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, we always see like the them kind of like come undone on the sidelines, right? I mean, you have Tom Brady on multiple occasions like throwing the tablets and yelling at people. Peyton Manning, he did it too. He's like sc- like cussing out his linemen. I know Aaron, Rodgers, Aaron always Rodgers seems pretty cool. Well, he also kind of just like doesn't talk. Like, he just kind of gives up. In my mind, what? like when you watch him on the sideline, he, he I don't know.
0: I think it's a mis- a misconception maybe, but granted I'll, I'll defend Aaron Rodgers to the death, but
1: <laughs> it's cause you're an anti-vaxxer too, but, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but no, uh, I don't know. Drew Brees always like, like his kind of greatness, I think came from his, his leadership because he, he kept like, he kept it on. It seemed like all the time you've never, you, I've never seen Drew like a, a highlight of Drew Brees coming undone you know really unraveling on the sideline or even or even just kind of like Aaron Rodgers just kind of like all of a sudden just kind of becoming very like internalizing and like stoic and not doing anything like he always just seems to be interacting with his players and yeah
0: yeah but then you you look at things like Aaron Rodgers like when you remember when Mason Crosby a few years back missed like five kicks yeah and then like like Aaron Rodgers went and like like the cameras were just like zooming in all on Mason Crosby like every time they got so Aaron Rodgers like went over and stood next to him like in a show of like leadership and support so I think it's just a different leadership style that's true but yeah Tom Brady yeah, but yeah Tom Brady ended a 22 year career which 22 say, years in of itself that's the majority of my <laughs> life he's been
1: in the NFL. he's been haunting me my whole life <laughs> yeah
0: I don't know what it was like without him
1: it's, it's crazy. true. We literally have not got to watch, like, actually understand the game of football our entire lives without uh, uh, Tom Brady. Come on.
0: I mean, 2001, I was nine.
1: And you were understanding the game of football? I had a, I had a decent understanding. Of maybe that, oh, the team with the higher score wins. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> maybe you understood that. I understood that Steve McNair was awesome. <laughs> Why? he threw the ball real good. Yeah, yeah, he exactly. threw it really hard, That's what I'm saying. and he ran around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, we we don't, I guess, yeah, we don't have a firsthand understanding of football without Tom Brady, which is really bizarre. Um, but I do, one thing I've, because I've, I've, I've hated on Tom Brady a lot over the years, mm-hmm. but there is, you know, as I've grown as a fan and my knowledge of the game has, I guess, progressed, I would say one thing that I definitely appreciate about Tom Brady in, in my older years, Not necessarily his, um, but Tom Brady's football IQ, his understanding of reading defenses and the way he can manipulate defenses. And the guy, I mean, he's, he's so smart, his release became so fast, like historically fast. The guy could get his ball out of the hands in less than 2 seconds and accurately and away from wherever the defense was playing trying to force him to and that I think that's what made him so great was his understanding of
1: defenses and his ability to maneuver the pocket and get rid of the ball quickly yeah and I, we've always shit on him for like you know him throwing short like shorter passes but i mean when you when you are the player that can release the ball so quick Yeah, that's what you're gonna fucking do. Like you're the. And he showed that he doesn't have to when he had talk when he had Randy Moss bombing. Yes, just throw it up to Randy; he'll catch it. So,
0: (laughs) so I guess yeah. So I I don't necessarily hate Tom Brady. I do hate the people who just say without a doubt greatest of all time, best quarterback ever played. I I don't know. I think if you watch the game, there are other factors that go into that. Maybe he's not the best. Maybe he is. I don't know. But says I guess to say flat out. With 100% certainty, I don't necessarily agree with that. I don't yeah. think. Because, again, there's with football, there's so many external factors that play into it. There's teams, coaches, luck, injuries, things. There's so many things that go into a season. Um, but his, him and Bill Belichick's run with the Patriots is historical, and it has honestly ruined fans to a certain extent because people expect that, like, because people talk about, well, is Peyton Manning that good? He only had two Super Bowls. Is Aaron Rodgers that good? Is Drew Brees that good? They only had one super late. And it's like, that's not the measurement of a right. quarterback. Like what yeah. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick did is historic. And they're both incredibly great and deserve to be and in a participated conversation. participated in it. Like they because were huge
1: that. factors for those numbers. Mm-hmm. They're not the whole story. But though. yeah. It, but, uh, but, but it, it does. It was a statistic that you mentioned last week about like the, yeah, the his no, number one, like, how, like having his top, top rated defense. Div- yeah.
0: yeah. So it's, I just hate that that's ruined it to a certain extent and, and analysts and fans' minds of when they you know have discussions about you know who's great, who's not great, stuff like that. Y- you can't just take that one single statistic into consideration. Winning two Super Bowls is an incredible feat. Winning one, I think, yeah, is even... It's a- easy to look at Peyton Manning or Tom Brady and be like, oh, well, you won all these, so if you didn't win that many, you're not that good. Well, that's, that's the rarity. Winning yeah. a Super Bowl is... And all the things that have to come together for a team in a one season to make that kind of run is incredible. And I mean in that I guess that in itself makes what he and Bill Belichick did even more incredible. But it I feel it, it minimalizes other people's success in our own minds, which it shouldn't.
1: Right. And I I think too, uh, you know, we're not super popular sports analysts, right? We don't have t- I mean, I should be. We but. should be, right? But unfortunately we're not yet. And these these guys that have lots of eyes on them they're just going to say the thing that gets the most reaction that's true you know what i mean they're not going to i it's hard to find real like television journalists and broadcasters like give genuine t- a genuine sort of like thing yep. they they do exist but i when you when they you exist watch like us and <laughs> only have two viewers on youtube <laughs> right exactly so
0: but yeah I, Let's do Let's do a top five list, shall we? Top oh, five quarterbacks
1: in NFL Ooh. history. In NFL history, which, okay. Which we, I, will,
0: we will make the preface of saying we were born in the early 90s. Our comprehension of football didn't start until
1: the early to mid-2000s. Like, and I'll be honest with you. I haven't watched a lot of old football. Yeah, I've watched like a little Joe bit. Joe Montana. But, I'm sorry, I didn't watch. Probably not going his... to be in our top five, honestly. Yeah, because I, I don't
0: know. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? You go first. Ah. <sighs> Coming up from number five is hard, especially this, guys, I want you to know that this is an impromptu yeah, top th- we five did list. Not we did not talk this <laughs> about this at all. We had a plan for a, a top five list, uh, but Tim
1: skimped out on the podcast and didn't show up, so now we have to save that. How is it always the excuse to, like, oh, I thought you said this time? It's literally in writing. It's in Tim. writing multiple it's on, times. It's in writing. <laughs> Jeez Louise. Get your life together, man. <laughs> Get your texts together. Maybe you'd need to take a fast from drinking. <laughs> <laughs> he can't
0: even defend himself. Um, so top five quarterbacks of all time. So let me go through my head real quick. Yeah, do Uh thing. Filibuster, say something while I figure this out in my head. So
1: uh, the Mortarian, the Primarch of the Death Guard. You're distracting Born me on now. By- <laughs> what am I supposed to filibuster say? Filibuster was something yeah. more interesting. It's not going dis- to distract me. <laughs> If it's interesting, it's going to distract you, right? That's what I'm saying. Okay, go.
0: Yeah, good, good point.
1: <laughs> okay. Um. Uh,
0: hey Tim, if you're watching on YouTube, have you played Skyrim yet? Please enter in the chat.
1: Oh, speaking of Skyrim, man. Yeah, I'm gonna have to start getting. I might have to build a new character for Skyrim because I've played my, uh, you know, my two-handed Nord character that I've I've had for however long, and he's kind of like my main guy to just mess around with on um but yeah with all these new dlcs with the anniversary edition which go get if you've never played skyrim it is honestly the best time to do it now great game but the this whole new like survival mode stuff and everything like that i gotta make a new character and just try and go with that so i'm gonna gonna have to start a new one don't know what my race or play style will be It'll probably just devolve into stealth archer because that's just what happens when you play Skyrim.
0: If ideally, if you could play any character, who would you? Tim says no. What I ask him,
1: uh, if he had played Skyrim yet? Do, oh, yeah, bastard! I, I need to buy it for him. Tim, I'm sorry. I I just purchased a new computer, so I <laughs> I'm probably not gonna have to be able to buy that for you for a minute. But if I have to, I will do it because you you deserve it. And if you don't like it. We will no longer be friends. I just want to give you a heads up on that. So All right. if anything, just lie to my face.
0: Top top five quarterbacks. Number five. John Elway.
1: Wow. Okay. John Elway,
0: number five. Actually, I lied.
1: Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know if I can filibuster again, man. All right. Number
0: five. Number five. Steve McNair. Steve <laughs> McNair. He was like... He was... Steve McNair was John Elway, but riddled with injuries and without the same quality of team. <laughs> okay, Steve, Steve McNair slash John Elway for number five. I just... I, I can't not have a top... I can't have a top five list without Steve McNair. Like, he's like literally the reason why I watch football to this day. So he's my top five. I don't care what anybody says.
1: Uh, honorable mention to John Elway.
0: Honorable mention to John Elway. Okay. Number four... Dan Marino. Okay. Which we saw the tail end of his career, but right. I have watched some tape on YouTube and looking at statistics, but also understand, I I've, I've seen enough from Dan Marino that he was so good. Like the way he, threw, and what he did in his era. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was putting up modern day passing numbers in yeah. an era that did not do that. That yeah. offenses weren't created like that. Um, the run game was still very important back then. So what, what Dan Marino did was transcendent. So Dan Marino's at number four. Number three, we we'll go Tom Brady. Number two, Aaron Rodgers. Number one, Peyton Manning.
1: Damn, you made this. You made this difficult.
0: It's tough, man, because there's. I mean, like, I can't. I can't speak on Joe Montana. The only thing I know about Joe Montana is that he has four Super Bowls. And as our argument yeah. goes, there's a lot of different factors that go into winning Super Bowls and can't be the only thing that I base success and greatness off mm-hmm. of which it is great in itself so he i probably put him at six or seven but i've i've never seen i haven't really seen any film of john joe montana and i haven't seen anything that he's done that made me go that guy's incredible but then again i was i don't even think i was a developed sperm yet when he was playing so i <laughs> I, I, I i don't know um but aaron Rodgers, like I said as the physical just just watching just watching Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. There's something about I don't know, you. There's just something physically and talent wise that he does. It's just incredible to watch. Peyton, well, I get it. The way Peyton Manning manip- manip- manipulated the line of scrimmage. The way he he the way that Peyton Manning was his own offensive coordinator for his entire career. I don't know. Peyton. Just my personal opinion. He's the best that I've seen play.
1: Yeah. So. Well, damn it. Uh. So our lists are probably going to share. Uh. Quite a few of the Since sim- you and I the are the same, same person was. I've established. Just, yeah. <laughs> we have very very similar tastes in like sports I and don't know the who players. the fat slob is, but they did a
0: bunch of football and unicorn emojis, so. Oh. Shout out the fat slob.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um goddamn. Sorry, do I need a filibuster? Yeah, do a little quick filibuster.
0: My mind's frozen.
1: Dude, it's hard.
0: You know the guy did it for to over 24 hours. That should be the law. So While you're thinking about this, the, we talked about last week about filibustering and like how the legality of it. You shouldn't be allowed to filibuster unless you're unprepared. Like You shouldn't be able to have a prepared filibuster. You must improvise your filibuster. If you can do that, then you deserve to distract whoever for however long. I think that's that should be the new rule, which I don't know how you prove if somebody's prepared or not, but especially if you're good at improvising. I don't know. But I, that's not who I am as a person, so I don't know if I can filibuster for very long without having some sort of prep. I have, I have, a, I have a plethora of notes in my phone. I should just start reading some of them. You know, I'm sure the majority of them don't actually make sense. I write things down, and I go off of that. Ooh, I will play for you guys. I have a great filibuster here. The Red Hot Chili Peppers released a tease, a tease of some new music yesterday, and it's here we go. Put that in my veins, that shove a tube so down my ear, and pump all of that music into me. I need that now. Get, they need it. I don't want. I don't. No buildup. I already bought tickets to your tour, <laughs> to your concert. Just give me the CD. Give yeah. me the album. Give me the disc. Give I gotta me the learn drive, all your songs before the, I go.
1: What? It's like I gotta learn I all your to, songs I, before I go. I mean,
0: I I have to listen to the album at least fifty times through from front to back before I see it live. Give it to me. It's like five months away. Chili Peppers Denver. If anybody's gonna be going to that. Hit me up. I will be there.
1: VIP, okay. VIP front row. <laughs> okay. Humble Brad. I think, I think I have my top five. I think. Let's do it. Okay. Number five. I'm. I wanted to kind of change it up. Uh. It's tough. I'm probably. Gonna, I might get some backlash from you. We'll see. I want to pick Michael Vick, at number five. I
0: thought about the way Michael Vick has transformed the game in a way that. Even people who are statistically better. Yeah. There's two things I think you have to imagine with Michael Vick. One, what if he didn't go to prison? Mm-hmm. What kind of career would he have had? It would have been incredible, which it
1: was already incredible in the first yeah. place. Two,
0: what if he was playing in today's game? Right. Ugh.
1: Yeah, there's there's so many unanswered questions because he was a dumbass and piece of shit. But- just dogs. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> what if he would have... Kidnap Clark.
0: I would be and thankful. <laughs> I would pay him to do that. I would love to see Clark go toe to toe with another. When dog you in first ring. got Clark,
1: before oh, you so understood, cute. before you understood how so big of a piece of shit he was, he was so
0: he still is cute. But Clark was like, I swear to God, when we bought him. He's he's a brand new puppy. He's like a month old. He was like a little hamster. He was like this big. Like, I was scared to step on him. Aw, have you, have I ever told you the story about when Clark and I first met? I don't think so. Oh, was so cute. I was on house arrest. <laughs> <laughs> How cute. But we would just stay at home all all day together, and he would cuddle with me while I played games and was like a lazy bum who couldn't do anything because I had broken the law. <laughs> <laughs> I love Clark now that we talk about it. <laughs> yeah, my dog.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right, sorry. I, I'm glad I could rekindle your, yeah, your love you. <laughs> for Clark. Anyway, yeah, he'll ruin it here in a few minutes. Yeah, don't we, worry. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as we step out of this room. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go with Michael Vick just because I mean like you said so eloquently he 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 changed the game and, and he changed how defenses had to be run he I mean yeah just the way that he this mobile quarterback idea was kind of like nobody thought about that or at least it never really worked out in the NFL mm-hmm. the way he was able to to do it so just for that I think and the, all the what ifs like you mentioned I'm gonna put him at number five just because, like, the short career that we saw from him was amazing. Unlike anything we've seen before, or seen since. Yeah, yeah, we've we've seen glimpses of like great mobile quarterbacks, but nothing on his level. So,
0: and also, sorry for explaining your pick for you. <laughs> no, I I, 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 love I keep you. doing that over You're, all no, of these <laughs> lists. You're, you You're know, like, I think this. I will go. This is why I will
1: always concede <laughs> football knowledge over to you because you do know more than me. I, well, like I meant a, just like like our list of movies. I would explain why you also know more <laughs> about film than I. I just do, know so. about more about everything in uh, general. Well, let's not get out of our <laughs> out of hand here. So, um, <clears throat> next up at number four, this is that. Jeez, number four. Okay, it's it's so
0: funny because fi- the top five list is so hard. You're Like five, that's a lot of spots I can fill up, and then you get to number four and you're like, oh wait, I don't have a lot of room left. Yeah. <laughs> That goes for anything.
1: <laughs> I don't know why, like Drew Brees keeps coming in. Uh, We're well, a big I, stats guy, and he has a he, lot of very he has, incredible statistics. He does, yeah, and he's only five ten, right? Like he was kind of a short king, you know what I mean? And or at least in the quarterback terms, um, and plus like just his his demeanor, to like his leadership, kind of set him. I think sets him apart from. lot of quarterbacks too like he he's kind of when you talk about quarterback being a leader of a team he didn't just lead a team like he led a community like the the city of new orleans like loved drew Brees because of his uh impact on the city and impact on the community just a great person and then he also was able to like be a great player and he turned the saints into like a a formidable team like a, a they were In the playoffs. He was
0: also, in 2006, after Katrina, he was the Walter Payton uh, Man of the Year winner. Right, yeah.
1: And so I think his his just, like, uh, example of leadership and also just a great player, I think, puts him, at least in my top five. So, number three, I I think our top three is the same then. Because, yeah, I have Tom Brady at number three for obvious reasons Brady Rogers, Manning Rogers. In that order and Manning yeah just cuz same thing that you said Peyton Manning's like knowledge of the offense and understanding how defenses work on based on like what they see and him being able to manipulate that to his advantage is incredible. I don't think we've seen another quarterback be able to do do it like he does. We've seen great offensively minded quarterbacks. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is obviously one of them. Tom Brady, obviously. Everybody in our top fives have been great offensive minded quarterbacks, but he understood it at a level that we haven't, I don't think we see outside of like coaches, honestly. Mm -hmm. And even he probably could outthink most coaches. He obviously did outthink a lot of defensive coordinators, that's for sure. And so, yeah, he's my number one. Aaron Rodgers, not a big fan of the guy. Personally, but he, fuck, he's a good quarterback, man. And he's so confident. Like, there's every time he's just
0: so, there's something just so fun about
1: watching Aaron Rodgers play football. It's because, I don't know. He's just, he he is like the clutch king. He's so clutch when moments like matter for <laughs> except, okay, except for him playing the 49ers. Yeah, except for the 49ers. <laughs> but, I mean, historically. But then again, though, so are the Rams. Right. So <laughs> Historically, though, he is like he just, he shows up when it matters, and he can, he can turn, turn a game around in an instant. And so, it's honestly really hard. It was hard for me to pick between Aaron Rodgers and Peyton Manning because of they're both so good at the game. But I just think that Peyton's knowledge of the game gives him an edge and puts him at number one. Brady, I mean, like we, we talked about why he was great. And everything. Yeah, we talked and about maybe, why maybe great, his shortcomings. So. I don't know. Yeah, so he. He does deserve to be in, I think, everybody's top five greatest of all time because of, granted, championships do matter in talking about the your top five, but they're not the whole story.
0: I do want to make one quick argument which why does Brady get all the credit in the world for winning that many championships? But when we talk about basketball, Bill Russell doesn't get any for winning 11. I mean, he gets a little bit, but it's yeah. like, who's the greatest basketball well, It's Jordan or, well, what about Bill Russell? He won 11 championships. That's the equivalent of Tom Brady winning that many championships in, in football. So mm-hmm. like, why is, where's the separation there? But that's just a yeah. quick jab into the argument.
1: I don't know. <laughs> well, then that's like thing too. Cause you know, uh, basketball wise the argument like is usually between Michael Jordan or LeBron James and you know people point at Michael Jordan's uh, championships and LeBron James championships but sometimes it's hard to to pick one because I mean James individually is like one of the greatest players ever Michael Jordan individually is one of the greatest players ever but he also like was able to use his team to his advantage mm-hmm. unlike I think my or LeBron could, and that's why I always give the edge to Michael Jordan because he he understood the game at the time. The game was different back then, obviously, but he understood the game, I think, better than LeBron. Well, maybe that's not true either. But he, yeah, yeah, he Let's just put
0: it, Jordan didn't ring chase. There yeah. you go. How do you like that? <laughs> Boom. Got him. All right, well, I think that's it. We did it. We did it.
1: Without Tim. Without
0: Tim, somehow we survived.
1: That eh, was easy. It was pretty easy. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe Tim. Tim Unless gonna, you don't like Skyrim, we're going to be
0: honest, Tim. We we thought about doing our top five and bottom five favorite things and least favorite things about you, but luckily there was enough content uh, <laughs> that happened in the world that we were able to maneuver, not have to build you up and tear you down. So you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> Actually, you thank yourself. You're the one who brought up Tom Brady retiring, so we would have no idea. <laughs> That's true. You saved yourself, Tim. All right, everybody. Well, that's it for the Garage Talk Podcast. If you're watching live on YouTube, thank you so much. And if you're listening later on on your podcast app, we appreciate you as well. Goodbye. Love you. Appreciate you. Goodbye. Oh, buh-bye.